Welcome to the Relationship Church Podcast. Do you want to be whole? Are you so comfortable in your mess that staying there seems better than the pain of change? In today's message, when will I be blessed? Our guest speaker, Elder Caleb Kirksey, encourages us to hold on and seek God. Quit. Live it heavily. And the course of the year went by still dealing with certain things and dealing with life and the issues. And the year was almost finished. And I was still needing a blessing from God. Still needing God to do something in my life. And I will tell you that it got to December within the last two weeks, I would say last two or three weeks. And what I was needing all year, hear me now, what I was needing from God all year, he blessed me right in the last few weeks before the year ended. And, 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 and it wasn't, it, 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 it was strange how he did it. See, the, the entire year, I was fantasizing about, oh, God is going to do this. This is how I can get it. This is how the blessing will come. This is how this would be managed. And this is how that would be taken care of. And God said, no, I understand. You have your own plans, but I have mine. I am going to bless you in a way that you didn't see coming. And I'm still celebrating it today. I'm still going crazy in my mind. Like, God, how did you do this? How did you do that? How, 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 how did you make this happen? I, I didn't see it coming. And I believe that some of you are in that position where you are in situations where you are needing a move from God. You are needing a help, a rescue from God because you're in a situation where you need God to come now. And this sermon isn't for everybody. This may not be for everybody who's on the line here. But God is getting ready to help somebody real soon. Here we are in our text. We have a sick man. He's been there for a long time. And in fact, everybody around him is sick. Everybody around him is, is hurting, and painful, and they've been there for a long time, just sick, just going through. And this man has been there for 38 years. Yeah, I got some notes, but God is taking me a different way. This man has been there for 38 years or he's been in this situation 38 years. Seeing everybody else be blessed. Watching everybody else around him sick and, and, and watching other people. And you see in the moment in the scripture, the Bible says they were all there, but there's a special event that happened. Every now and then, an angel would touch the pool 
And the angel, when the angel touched the pool, the first person in the pool will be healed. The first person, when the angel touched and troubled the water, the first person will come out healed. Everybody else who might have gotten their second, might have gotten their third and fourth, they might have made a great effort to get to the pool when the angel came. They might have fought tooth and nail to jump in when they, when they heard uh, that the angel touched the water. Like you see at church, the preachers say, jump in, jump on this now. Get on this blessing now. Give an offer now. God's going to do this. God's going to do that. And, then, and people might have made a great effort. Jump in the pool. The angel has touched the water. We need our healing now. But the Bible says that only the first person who jumped in the pool when the angel touched the water will be healed. Everybody else will still be in the same condition they were before they jumped in the pool. The, this is supposed to be a ministry. It's supposed to be a miracle. But what was miraculous for one was devastation for others. They had to wait until the angel, until the heaven touched the water again. That is where I was. And I'm speaking for me. I don't know I'm, I'm speaking for everybody else, but I'm speaking for me. That is where I was. And some of you may have been and maybe now crossing over into this new year where you are in a place where you were seeing everybody else get what they needed. You were making a great effort to get to where God needed you to be. You were making great effort and making moves and doing this and that to get what you needed and, and to move on in life and to, to, to acquire what you need, what you felt like you needed for the next level, only to be disappointed by coming in second, seeing other people come out the pool, come out of their situation, come out of their depression, come out of their suicidal thoughts, and you're still like Paul and Silas in the prison. You're still locked up in whatever you were going through. This man for a long time had to sit there knowing that there's a miracle right in front of me. There's a miracle right at my fingertips. There's a blessing right there at my fingertips, if I can just get to the pool, if I can just make it first, if I could just do that. The man knowing that had to sit back and watch himself be second, third, fourth, fifth, and miss out on the blessing every year. Oh, glory to God. But I'm speaking to somebody, and I'm not prophesying over a whole year. I'm not sending nothing like that. I'm saying what I know. God is getting ready to release to you what you've been needing. Glory to God. What you've been needing, not just wanting, what you've been needing for your life. Oh, glory. For what you've been needing for your family. 
what you've been needing for your children, and you felt like it's been getting past you. It's been, it's, it's been escaping you. That's where I was. I feel like, God, what I need, I feel like it's, it's escaping me every time. It's escaping me. It's eluding me. And God said, yeah, 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 it was eluding you for a while. Now, now is the time. Now is the time for me to release upon you what you've been needing. Oh, glory to God. This man had to watch other people leave the situation healed while he had to stay there hurt. Can you imagine all of that? The mental pain, the mental, the, 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 the mental the stress of asking, God, where are you? I know it's a new year. I know other people are celebrating coming into the new year, but this feels like the same old start. God, where are you? And God finally showed up. God, glory to God. And he said, here I am. God, somebody's been asking that question, and God is saying, here I am. Here I am. I've been hearing your plea. Oh, glory to God. I've been hearing your cry. I've been hearing your prayers. I've been hearing you speak. I've been hearing your, your secret request in your prayer closet. I've been watching everything you went through last year. I, I saw when you came on the edge of death. I saw, oh, glory. Of God. I saw when you almost lost your mind. I saw when you almost lost everything. I saw it when you felt like life was unfair to you. I saw it. And I am getting ready to release upon you exactly what you need. This is the thing. This is the thing. This year, you might have to change your thinking. This year, you might have to let go of how you think things are supposed to go in your life. You might have to switch and shake up stuff. I'm not saying get carnal, get worldly. I'm saying you might have to change how you originally thought about God. Because God is bigger than how you've been thinking about him. He's greater than what you've been asking for. He's bigger than how you perceived him up to now. And he's saying, this year, I'm going to challenge your thinking. I'm going to challenge how you feel about me. I'm going to challenge how you think about me. Oh, the resources you think I have, I'm going to challenge. Yes, I'm going to bless you. But it's going to come with a transformation in you. Oh, glory to God. Before you see it, I'm going to transform you because you've been thinking too small. You've been limiting me. You've been limiting yourself. Oh, glory to God. I'm just speaking for me. I'm just speaking. I, I, I limited God because I had to have it the way I wanted it. Oh, glory to God. And God had to break me down. Are you ready for me to do it how I want to do it yet? Oh, glory to God. He had to break me down. Are you, he had to ask, Caleb, are you still running your life or would you let me run? Do you still, yeah, and it's okay to play and it's okay to do all that stuff. But he said, are you going to let me run it? Or are you going to run it? Are you going to let me be the captain or are you going to be the captain? 
I want to get a blessing to you, but I have to break down your thinking. And then this is what happened in this scripture. I'm almost finished. Stay with me. I wasn't going to be very long before you, but I wanted to say something important for you to look forward to what God is going to do. Jesus comes to this man. Jesus comes to this man. He's been sitting there for a long time, wishing he could get up, wishing he can get from that place, wishing that the miracle would touch him instead of touch somebody else, wishing that he can move to another place, another space in life. And Jesus finally comes. Jesus was there for a feast. He was there for a Jewish feast. But we all know Jesus, when, when he sees an opportunity to heal, he ain't just there to eat and celebrate a feast. He's there to, to do God's business. Jesus said, I much work while it is day. And, 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 and God is, is working. God is not just sitting back relaxing. God is working on your behalf. Jesus, while he was there for a feast, he turned around and said, you know what, let me visit this porch where thousands of sick people are. Let me visit this place where these sick people are because I need to heal. Oh, glory to God. I need to heal somebody. Glory to God. I just feel it. God is going to heal somebody. He's going to bless somebody. He's turning his mind toward you. He's turning his thoughts toward you. He said, my thoughts of you are peace, not evil. He said, I'm getting ready to heal. Heal, heal somebody. I'm getting ready to bless, deliver. Glory to God. Jesus, when he went to visit this porch, he saw the man sitting there. Now, out of all of these people that he could have saw, out of all these people that he could have approached, he approached this man. And that, that should give you a, a good feeling to know that out of all people, God is watching you. Out of all the people that God could touch, he's, he's watching your life closely. Out of all the billions of people on the planet, he's noticing you personally. He's not just occupied with everybody and forgetting about you. Out of everybody on the planet, he's looking at you. I, 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 I know what she needs. I know what he needs. I heard him. And he said, I'm about to visit you. It's your time, your season. I'm about to visit you for what you need. But when he finally visits this man, Jesus goes to him. And all Jesus, Jesus doesn't strike up a, a long conversation. He doesn't strike up a paragraph. He doesn't talk for 15 minutes. He just goes to the man and asks him a question. He says, wilt thou be made whole. That's it. He doesn't start preaching to him. Mm, hallelujah. He doesn't start prophesying to him. He doesn't say a whole bunch of nothing. All he does was gauge how the man feels. 
Charlie Dixon says, do you want to be whole? That's almost a trick question. The man is laying there. He's, he's, he's been there for a long time and you're asking him, do you want to be more? Do you want to be whole? He says, do you want to be whole? That's all I need to know. Do you want to be blessed? Do you want to get out of what you're in? Do you want to be whole? Do you want to be mentally whole and physically whole? Do you want to be a better version of yourself? Some people don't. Some people are, they're in love with the dysfunction that they are in. They are in love with the dysfunctional group, the dysfunctional people that they are around. And Jesus said, I just have a question. I just want to know where you are in your head. Do you even want to get up? Do you really want to be delivered? Or are you in love with just sitting there? He said, do you want to be made whole? That's all I need to know. And the thing here, the man, when Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? I'm almost finished. The important man, he answered. He answered honestly. He said, sir, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool. While I am coming, another step it down before me. Jesus is asking him, do you want to be whole? Do you want to be healed? And the man gives an honest answer. But the man's answer is wrong. Instead of saying yes, he gives Jesus an excuse. He said, sir. I don't have another person to help me. Sir, I don't have another person to help me get to the pool first. And, and even if I did, by the time I get there, somebody always steps in before me. Now, the man answered honestly, but he answered ignorantly because he, first when you see sir, he didn't even know he was talking to Jesus. Ah, glory to God. He just said, sir, he didn't even know the healer, glory to God, the deliverer, the way maker, the provider was right there visiting him. He was so disappointed in the past, glory to God, so disappointed in what he, the, the times he didn't succeed, that he could not even recognize who was standing in front of him asking him a question. He was so distraught. He was so focused on what he did not have that he could not even effectively answer the question. I just want to know, do you want to be whole? And, and not only did he ask, ignorantly not knowing who he was talking to and, and and for those who are listening today i hope you hear god in this this is not just me talking this is not just another service god is speaking to you so i hope that you're recognizing what god is saying prepare your mind for. prepare yourself for and not only that 
Well, the man answered ignorantly. He also answered off of his ex past experience. He said, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. So by the time I get there, which sounds like he's tried many times to get there. So he's answering based off the disappointment of his past failures. And God is saying to somebody, you're in a new year. Some people are so wrapped up in their past that they can't get past it. They, they, they can't get over it. They can't see a brighter future. They can't see God blessing them in the future because they're so hurt of what happened last year. They're so hurt over what happened 10 years ago that you can't even imagine yourself in a new state. Some pastors, they, their church has been is run down and, 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 and having issues for so long, they, they're used to the dysfunction of the church. They can't even picture themselves in a bigger and brighter place because of what used to happen. And God is saying, that's how he had to get me. He said, Caleb, stop focusing on how I used to work. Stop focusing on how you think I'm a move. Stop focusing on how you perceive me and let me do something new in your life. Let me do something that'll change and switch some things up. Let me do something different for you. The reason why you can't succeed or you're having a hard time succeeding because you can't picture God doing something different than what you're used to. You think you got it all figured out. This man thought, I failed in the past. It's messed up in the past. I know the angel drops at a certain time and, and I just can't get there. And God is saying, let go of the past. Let go of past failures. Let go of past disappointments. It's a new day, a new year, a new season for many of you. And the last point, I'm about to let you go. He answered based off his own expectations. He answered ignorantly, not knowing who he was talking to. He answered based off his experience of his past. And lastly, he answered based off his own expectation. As I said before, for years, people have been watching an angel, or at least they may not have seen the angel, they just see the water trouble. For years, people were used to being healed by the water. People probably heard stories. Somebody get in the water, get up, go home, they're healed. For years, this man with his own eyes have been seeing people be healed by the pool, be healed by the ministry of the angel in the pool. So this man felt, well, I don't even know who this guy is who he's talking to me. So if he asking, do I want to be made whole? He must be asking about the pool. Ah, oh, glory to God. I need somebody to catch that. He's thinking this man is asking me about the pool. And Jesus is saying, my ministry, what I'm about to do for you, sir, has nothing to do with this pool you've been waiting on for years. 
Glory to God. It has nothing to do with this pool, this porch, this area, these people. He said, I came to you in a totally different way. And some of you, some of us, need to get out of your own way. Glory to God. God is trying to get something to you, but you're still thinking it's coming through the pool. Where Jesus said, I don't need the pool. I'll heal you right here on the porch. Glory to God. I don't need that. I got enough power, enough resources to heal you right here. God is saying to some of you, he's doing something different. He's, oh, glory to God. He's doing something different in your life. Pastor Ryan Neal, your church may not look like the, 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 the last pastor's church. Your church may not look like the pastors in the area's church. God, is, don't dress your ministry up by what you've been seeing for the last 10, 15 years. Even me, I had to become my own person. Yeah, I had a father who was a pastor, but I couldn't even dress my ministry exactly like his because I had to see what God will do with me. Glory to God. And God is saying some people are so married to the past. They're so married to their traditions. They're so married, glory to God. They're so married to their perceptions of who they think God is. They're so married to their perceptions of how they heard God heal and how they seen God heal. They can't imagine God moving in a different way. Didn't he show us the last two years that some of the things we were doing some of the ways we were living, some of the models we were modeling our ministries and, and in our businesses off of wasn't working. So he had to shut some things down and force us to restart, rethink even many businesses, secular and Christian, secular and in the world, they all had to rethink strategies. They all had to rethink commerce and rethink how this works. They had to rethink. And God has put many of you at the beginning of this year in a place. He said, I'm forcing you to rethink. I want you to rethink, re-strategize, recapture, replan again. Do, do, do something because he said, I'm coming in a way you weren't expecting. And all God wants you to do is let him work. Get out of his way. God, get out of his way. To the preachers who are on the line, get out of his way. Let him transform you in the way he wants to. To the singers on the line, get out of his way. Let him transform your ministry, your mind. Let him heal you, bless you the way he wants to, not the way you think he should. To the mothers who are on the line, let God show you. 
how to be the right mother. To the fathers, let God teach you. Don't try to teach your children how the next person is teaching them. Don't try to make them be how the next person is. Let God show you. God is saying, get this year, get out of my way. Don't limit me because of your limited thinking. Ah, glory to God. Don't limit me because of your limited thinking. Get out of his way. Let him do with and for you whatever he wants. Let him put you through whatever he wants to put. Yeah, you might claw, scratch, and scream or whatever. I had to go through a lot of that. But at the end of the process, the blessing was better than I could imagine. The way he came through was smoother, quicker, faster than I thought. Because I decided to get out of his way. I'm saying that to somebody. Like I said, this message may not be for everybody. But God is getting ready to release to you what you need. But it may not look like what you thought. Don't reject the move of God. Glory to God. Because it looks different than what you're used to. Don't reject. Don't be confused about God's authority and what he's doing in your life. Because it's against your imagination. Oh, glory to God. I need, I, I'm, I'm hoping somebody get that. This year, be open to the move of God. Close your book. Yeah, you, you might have a little plans. Don't let your plans be the main thing that leads you. Let God heal you. Let God deliver and lead you the way he wants to. This the man in the pool, the man at the pool of Bethesda, he thought all these years, my healing will come from this pool, that he couldn't recognize his healing was right there on the porch. Let God do something powerful in your life. Strange, Whatever it is, just be able to recognize when it's God. God bless you. We pray that today's message has been a blessing and makes an eternal impact on your life. Come join us live on Sunday at 1245 p.m. Central Time. If you're in the St. Louis metro area, we meet at 1060 Chambers Road, a little over a mile south on Bell Fountain Road, from Highway 270. You can also join us via Zoom. The login number is 314-720-8880. You can call that same number to reach someone on our ministry team or text the word connect there to be in the know regarding upcoming events. Again, that number is 314-720-8880. We are Relationship Church. Come grow with us.